took too long. I got caught in the rush hour. Fellas started to shower. You were the love and affection. Now you won't look in my direction. Go high in the sky. Go high in the sky. 
because it's, you know, the parents, you understand, has some extra places in them. But we always cover them up with newspapers and things. Yeah.
Black Black Plastic Mutiny Radio. Dot FM is what you listen to. Black History Month going on. Sean from Bug House did a good one. Check it out. Bug House Square Tuesday. since I was 17. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island. From the redwood forests to the Gulf Stream waters. Oh, yes, this land belongs to you. As I went roaming that ribbon of a highway, I saw above me that endless skyway. I saw below me that golden valley. Yes, this land belongs to you and me. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island, from the redwood forests to the Gulf Stream waters, this land belongs to you and me. I roamed and rambled, I followed my footsteps across the golden sands of your diamond deserts, and all around me, our voice kept saying, This land belongs to you and me. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island. From the redwood forests to the Gulf Stream waters. Oh, Lordy, this land belongs to you and me. 
You know, there are times when we happen to be just sitting there quietly you know, watching TV. There are times when, when the program we we're watching will stop just for a while. And suddenly someone TV. appears with a smile the program we're and starts to show us how terribly urgent it is to buy some brand of detergent. And starts to show us cleanser, a cleaner, a powder, a paste, a wax, or bleach to help with the housework. Now, most of the time, it's a lady we see who's doing the housework on TV. To help She's with the cheerfully housework. scouring as well. Now, most of the time, it's a lady we see who's doing the housework on TV. She's cheerfully scouring a skillet or two, or she's polishing pots till they gleam like new. Skillet she's scrubbing the tub or she's polishing pots till they gleam like new. She's scrubbing the windows, the dishes, the clothes, the racks, the furniture till it just glows. Or cleaning the fridge or the stove or the sink with a light-hearted smile and a friendly wink. And now, most of the time, it's a lady we see who's doing the housework on TV. She's cheerfully scouring a skillet or two, or she's polishing pots till they gleam like new. She's scrubbing the windows, the dishes, the clothes, the racks, the furniture till it just glows. Or detergent or cleanser or cleaner or powder or paste or wax or bleach is the best kind of soap or cleaner or powder or paste or wax or bleach is the best kind of soap or detergent or cleanser or cleaner or powder or paste or wax or bleach that there is in the whole world. And maybe I'll tell you one thing I know is true. The lady we see when we're watching TV the lady who smiles as she scours or scrubs or rubs or washes or wipes or mops or dusts or cleans or whatever she does on our TV screens, that lady is smiling because she's an actress and she's earning money for learning those speeches. But mention those wonderful soaps and detergents and cleansers and cleaners and powders and pastes and waxes and bleaches. The very next time you happen to be just sitting there quietly watching TV and you see some nice lady who smiles as she scours or scrubs or rubs or washes or wipes or mops or dusts or cleans, remember, nobody smiles doing housework but those ladies you see on TV. Your mommy hates housework. Your daddy hates housework. I hate housework, too. And when you grow up, so will you. Because even if the soap or detergent or cleanser or cleaner or powder or paste or wax or bleach that you use is the very best one, housework is just no fun. Children, when you have a house of your own, Make sure, make when sure when there's housework to do, housework to that, do you that you don't have to do it alone. Little boy, little, little girl, girl, when your, when big, your husbands big husbands and wives, and wives if you want if you all want the all days, of your, days of your lives to seem sunny, to seem as, sunny summer as summer weather, make sure when there's housework to do housework that you do it together. Do it together. Darkness upon the face of the deep, the spirit moved across the water and there was light. 
good. It was good. And the earth was formless, void, darkness upon the face of the deep, and the spirit moved across the water, and there was light. It was good. Are not princes, kings, ancient and honorable, neither sword nor spear dispersed into the four corners of the earth for the sickles, for the mattocks, for the forks, for the axes? And the earth was formless, void, darkness upon the face of the deep. The spirit moved across the water and there was light. It was good. And the earth was formless, void, darkness upon the face of the deep. The spirit moved across the water and there was light. It was good. Princes, kings, ancient and honorable, neither sword nor spear disperses the four corners of the earth. For the sickles, for the mattocks, for the forces, for the axes.
You know, during World War II, in my hometown, everybody wanted to help the war effort. They didn't throw their money away on foolish things like food, rent, and clothing. Everybody in my home bought something worthwhile, something you could get a hold of and call your own. Everybody in my home bought a jackass. Everybody, even the little bitty kids, they had an ass of their own. Preacher's wife had the biggest ass in town. I know, because I rode her big ass all the time. Biggest ass ever been on. You can see the muscles in her big ass. Sometimes my ass would sweat and I'd slip right off her big sweat ass. I didn't have no saddle, her ass cost too much. Just like I told you, she had a husband who was a preacher. He didn't have such a bad ass himself. I rode his little narrow ass once. Boniest ass ever tried to ride. You can't ride them bony ass, you got to have some meat on your ass and get ready to ride. Get your big fat ass in high old silver. Every Sunday the preacher came to church on his ass, congregation came to church on their ass. I hadn't been in town long, I was on my ass. <laughs> one Sunday the preacher put his ass outside the window, came inside and started preaching. And one of the sisters in the back row was smoking weed, I was reading the gospel, and something caught fire. Something caught fire in the back of you and she jumped him out and help, save us! Everybody around outside snatched their ass and rolled off. But the Reverend, he didn't leave, he stayed in college's collection, got kind of hot inside, they took his ass, might get scorched outside, so he took a long running jump and jumped out the window to land on his ass. But someone had stole old Reverend's ass and wasn't there. The Reverend fell down in a deep hole in the ground, that's where they found him. Just go to show you, don't it? Some folks don't know their ass from a hole in the ground. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. I want to thank you. If there's any prude here in the audience that found reason to dislike me, and I only meant to bring some happiness your way, the only way I know how, if you were going to go somewhere and tell somebody you thought I was blue, up your bucket. <laughs> and I want you to know that I'll get it.
But the sun shall never come through You know it's always dark and dreary Since I broke a baby with you I live on a lonely avenue My little girl wouldn't say I do But I feel so sad and blue And it's all because of you Miss 
Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. God, how many? That's ten letters, right? It stands for Let's Watch A Full length is one word because there's a hyphen. Movie on YouTube. Seven words, right? But Welcome. Y and G are initialized, right? Right, but that stands for YouTube. We're, our show is called L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Welcome to Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. I'm glad to be here today, and I'm also proud to resent our guest, Adam Spiegelman, your brother. Yeah. So I'm really excited. This show is based on my brother's show. Adam has been doing a podcast interviewing the greats. I was just, it's a cult movie podcast. There's interviews and there's reviews. And the interviews, you go to proudlyresents.com and you look up the guy from summer school. Okay. You look up the guy from ski, whatever. Dean, what's his name, Ab? Cameron? Yeah, that was a great interview. He talked about everything. The guy, uh, uh, Dean Cameron or something. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I know yeah. He was in. Uh, him and his brother were aliens on a TV show in the eighties. Uh, called. Um, I love that show. They came yeah. to Earth or something like that. Something like that. But, but anyway, great... he was very, he was very open about uh, losing his career in Hollywood. It's very interesting. <laughs> very funny. It's very funny, and the guy has a good blog site. So check out Adam's site. For some great interviews, Lloyd Kaufman from uh, Troma has been interviewed. Uh, all the greats, and all the we're greats. great. To, all the and greats, not so we're, greats. There's a lot of people. I'm in it too. 
Uh, and Adam is gracefully here with us. He has picked our movie that we're going to watch a full length movie on YouTube. We want you to go to YouTube, watch the movie with us, and listen to our podcast at the same time. Yes, we are a podcast. We are all over. We're known to be airing uh, streaming first on Muni Radio every Sunday at 2 p.m. We're known for our podcast by our initials, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And, of course, we have a YouTube channel where Carl has already synced up the movie and the episode, and you can find that at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Carl, what is the movie we're watching? Today we are going to watch Come and Get It, 1936. But that's not what you put in the YouTube search engine, and this is a first. You're going to put in Francis Farmer movie, okay? Francis, you know, F-A-R-N-C-I-S. Francis Farmer movie. The channel we like is Jogador Profissa of all craziness. Now, if you put in Come and Get It 1936 in the YouTube It does show up. Maybe. I don't know if it does. You've got it? Yeah. But it's like the third choice. And like Carl says, it's not titled Come and Get It 1936. It's titled Francis... Francis Farmer. Farmer movie, which is accurate, although other people are in it, but and it's J O G A D O R Professor is what we like. Jogador Professor. Okay, so um we want you to go ahead, go to YouTube, type in Francis Farmer movie or come and get it, and find the one by that username, which I'm not gonna repeat. Because I don't have it in front of me. It's Jogador Professor. Jogador Professor. All right, so find that link. Enter the link, click the link, hit pause immediately, move the timer to zero, zero, zero. When our special guest, Adam, says go, you will go. Uh, We're not doing a celebrity comedian countdown? Well, we have a celebrity comedian. Rose, we need you to do a countdown for us. Can you count three, two, one, go? And when you say go, 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 go. Okay, that's that's a good warm-up. Okay, go ahead, Rose. Uh, give us a countdown. Three, two, one, go. Fair enough. Roar! Roar! Immediately, we're Why roared at by a lion. You know, there's some movies where the, you don't hear the lion. Yeah. Thirty-six. Yeah, like for for a few years, they just had a silent roar going. Those MGM movies. Lame. And, so Howard Productions presents Edith Farber's Come and Get It, uh, talked over by Adam, Carl, and Mike. I want to get all the preferences out of the way. This was a book in 1935 called, um, uh, called Come and Get It. And it was supposed to be a book all about how, like, America, the robber barons raped it, chopping down all the trees and messing up the, the waterways. and But this film got changed by Howard Hawks, who's the director, right. into more about the love story and the, 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 the love triangle and the romance. It was more, it wasn't, it really doesn't pay respects to the spirit of the books. Okay? So she's passing out pamphlets and she falls in love. No, no. The book was just a book of exposing how they didn't care about conserva- conservation, wildlife, they didn't replant trees. It was basically a scalding book politically against robber barons. But boring. Yeah. You want a love story. That's yeah. how. Okay. So Samuel Mayer got injured. He had a terrible operation. He had two of them actually. 
and so was distracted. And that's when director Hawk said, fuck this book. I'm doing oh. a love story. Behind I sent Rose it. downstairs, Carl, but can you guys uh, X and A on the cursing A and the uh, rape yeah. words? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Imagine a five-year-old is sitting in here. Yeah, well, maybe we don't have a five-year-old on a podcast for adults. But okay, it's just one man's opinion. Kids movie. Look, there's horses. <laughs> now, this is the 1800s, late 1800s, uh, where our story begins with a young Barney Glasgow. And now he's going to tell all the workers to come and get it. Oh, he says the title? Which is our title. Oh, right away. It's the first line. Yeah. And it's how we'll wrap up our film, too. Howard Hawks is a genius. Spoiler Oh, really? Well, At the end, he says, podcast, everything is spoiled. Hey, is there going to be a fight? And the guy says, come and get it. <laughs> Good call, Mike. What else do you say, come and get it? He's for dinner, get a punch in the nose. Mm -hmm. I will tell it. you, but there's a five-year-old in the room. <laughs> hey. hey, I'm eight. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah. That well, is, we were... That's a big difference. Big difference. How old are your stuffies? Because we, we want to talk adult, but we don't want to talk in front of young stuff animals. Now, Barney's like the oh, look at this. of all the loggers, and he's catching someone drinking. And he's Ooh. giving them the business. With a maple syrup? Off the sap, you sap. Only saps do sap. They God, can't drink. They cut down trees. Yes, eh? Respect. Hey, I'm a land baron. Oh, Whoa, shit. Whoa! Somebody I'm the low-budget Edward Robinson, see? He wasn't available, see? <laughs> yeah, now this guy, as soon as I saw this film, I knew his face. So I said, where do I know this guy from? And you know what it is? Him up. This is... Edward oh, the, Arnold. Yeah. Which one? The the lumberjack or the land baron? The land well, he's not a land baron. He's like the, the foreman. He's like okay. in charge of all the loggers. But he will become that guy, yes. Yeah, he chooses it. This is what I liked about the film. Was that it? All right, the kid in the back, that's Spider from Goodfellas. He grew up. Yeah, he could he's still at his foot. I love like old movies where like guys like that can knock out lumberjacks. Did you see how he punched? He held his, caressed his face, and then punched him in the nose. <laughs> so like, when I looked up Edward Arnold, the truth is he's just been an, a million things. The only thing we would know is uh, he was in Duck Soup. He was in Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. He was in Twelve Angry Men. I remember him in Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. He says the line, "Shut up, stop." <laughs> Talking. But is it the filibuster scene? <laughs> Be quiet. Be quiet. Alvarez. <laughs> In 12 Angry Men, he played men. <laughs> he played number 12. Yeah. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He played Guilty number guy. 10. He was juror number 10. All right. What's he goes? Yeah, yeah, that's the ticket. I haven't okay. seen So now what we're finding out is Barney's ambitious, very ambitious. Sure, he's the foreman, but that's not enough for him, right? He wants to do perfect job for the boss because in the very near future, he's got a bit of a proposal for the boss. So he's like, you men are behind on your login. So I'll tell you what, we're going to double down and do this other lot too to really wow the boss. And if we do, I'm going to throw a huge party for you, free booze for everyone. Yay! 
that's the equivalent to now in the office when they say like if you come in for extra hours you get a uh, pizza party and everyone's like oh right <laughs> yeah right. There's no health insurance right. well, now just... we're gonna see a lot of timber okay oh and timber timber and there are lots of times right timber. by the tree i just don't get how don't get mushed by a mistake hollywood well, well so you say timber yeah, you say Tim, you say No, four. but the guys sawing themselves. What if it fell right on? You don't have a second to get out of the way. No, I'm with you. I never knew understood that. You noticed there was a, a credit in the beginning for logging sequences filmed by a separate person. So they must have somebody who knows what they're doing. Oh, they now, must have bought this, it, you right? see how close it is to them? Of course, yeah. it's a snake in a movie, but like, what if it started tipping his way? It Do you is. think it's a real tree there, they, or a Hollywood tree? Uh, well, okay. Oh yeah, that's I know one of those the Hollywood exterior trees. scenes were filmed in Idaho in the North Fork Clearwater River, and we're going to see a lot of that footage. It's one of those liberal Hollywood trees. Yeah. yeah. Those Rob Reiner trees. <laughs> You'll see him getting hugged in the film. Now, here it's like late, but Barney's still working, and he's going to. You know, they're talking about how. The river is thawing, and they can use it for the logs, and they're going to dynamite the ice that doesn't melt. It's pretty dramatic. Nice. He's like, hey, boss, have you heard of these floppy disks? You don't need that logger book. Like, that's old school. It'll never work. Never work. It's a lodger. Lodger. Although they're doing logging, it's not a logger book. It's It's a ledger. ledger. I was going to say ledger, but I said logger. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong and you're right. It's Ledger. Yeah, you he's write a your... lodger. He's staying in the in that hotel. <laughs> Where you? USA. Yeah, well, look how so old a guy the hat is. Yeah, like they're both actually pretty old, but he just looks ancient, you know. With the now, this guy, they're probably both 35 to be honest. Yeah, to be honest, how old are your heroes? Right. That's a hardy 35 right there. That like, guy's funny. He lived. I was a juror for 12 with other 11 yeah. other angry men. Well, that was in the 50s. What happened is Edward would go on to begin to gain weight, then he would lose weight, then he would gain weight. Then at one point in his career in the 40s, he said, you know what? I don't want to be a leading man anymore because I got a diet. So he just let himself get big and took character acting roles. Oh, so in 12 Angry Men, he played juror 12 and 11. Uh, he hey, played- come on. <laughs> he filled out both seats, but he played right. We were going to do 11 Angry Men, but oh, you're such yeah. a good actor. Yeah. Well, I only see 11. Hey, I'm in the room. <laughs> you mind? Now, we're about to see about 20 minutes of a we're documentary of logs floating down the river and how they go about it. <laughs> this, this is, is in Hollywood. They call this padding. Yeah. It's interesting, but after, like, the first five minutes, you're like, are we really – See how they make the flow going yeah. themselves so that they can channel. Yeah. Hey, guys, I, I watch this footage. I have to go to the bathroom. You got a log? <laughs> Uh-oh. Right now, what fascinates me in this footing, footage is the, the workers are so close to I know. getting smushed. Every scene, they're almost getting smushed. When you said we are going to stream a movie, I wasn't expecting this. Ah, we're streaming. We're streaming a movie. You get it? <laughs> hey. Hey. Everyone now, has a streaming service. you know about Francis Farmer? Be- you guys knew about Francis. 
How did you learn about Francis Farmer? Oh, I went to Marie Colander, right? Doesn't she have chocolate, Francis Farmer? <laughs> I, I always get... You made I the ice cream, Michael. Yeah, well, for right. me, it was Nirvana. I, if there wasn't the Nirvana song, I would have no idea who she was. Is well, you know how Mike and I saw this movie the first time? Uh, at the Montclair Public Library in the back, there was that little conference room, and they would show movies, old That's movies right. there. I don't remember. Every Wednesday night, and then during uh, the day when school was out. Yep. And we were like one of the only kids there, if yeah, not people, no. who would go every I was, week. I was really loud, and the librarian had to suss me out afterwards. You gotta be quiet during the movie. What, talking during the movie? Yeah, during the Marx Brothers, when I was. Oh, no, but we, they would, every Wednesday night, they would show an old movie at seven, and we, our parents would yeah. drop us off, and then. I don't know what they would do. Um, and then we during the day when there was no school, they would drop us off. So this is one of the old movies that we'd see. So that's why you, you recommend you pick this one. Yeah, I really liked it. You know, like, honestly, as a kid, I, I was just kind of freaked out by the uh, by the plot where the Edward G. Robinson guy, he, uh, spoiler alert, he chooses money over love and then regrets it. Yes. And I was like, like you got to go. A one and he tries to make it right. Can we show a little respect for the actor? His name is not Edgar G. Robinson. He's juror 12 and 11. Thank you. Edward Arnold is his name. <laughs> oh, yeah. From uh, Happy Days. It's just going to keep going very... and going, showing us this footage. Ooh, I got to take a test. Carl, sometimes a log going into something white is just a log going into something. Yeah, stop reading into it. Is it this time? Here's Francis Farmer by Nirvana. <laughs> No, no, don't play it. We'll never air this on, on YouTube. Why? Because you it'll yeah. flag us? Yeah, yeah, they'll flag us. Do you see the I icon at the bottom is the uh, baby from Dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> no, Carl, just won't air on YouTube. All Thanks. right, Michael. We played It's Tricky, and we got flagged, and we got pulled. And yeah, the episode it didn't, didn't get pulled. Oh, yeah. No, it you didn't just... get pulled. So, but Germans can watch it because it's some German Something music. like that, yeah. yeah. Wow, this so, is yeah, so if you see the time, I, I, I don't know how we sat through this uh, as kids, but we had more patience. Uh, I think the moving image kind of thrilled us. Okay, now, Did we get this money director. This? Oh, this yeah. When the, way, when the movie came out, I was like, either watch this or uh, sit home and get a uh, food. Yeah, right. There yeah, wasn't much choice. Like. You went to the theater and you saw moving pictures. Wow. Wow. Oh, no, that log is coming right at me. All oh. right, here he's making the deal with the big boss. He's saying they're building the railroad now. They're going to they're gonna make it right across America. So what we should do is get the contract to chop all chop the trees down so that the railroad can go through. Will be paid to make money. See, and he's even got uh, a plan for the places where they aren't, like a homestead with with lumberjacks. And he goes, "Well, that'd be fine." And you're just the man to do it. He goes, "No, I'm just the partner to do it." And oh right, so he gets talked into. If you want to be my partner, because I trust you to really deliver this millions of dollars, you got to marry my daughter. That's going to be the trade making. Oh, hey. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not really big on commitment. Uh, <laughs> hey. I'm a I'm lumberjack. Sure. I don't know what else, I don't want to say anything more, but you understand my shirt? Now, lumberjack. the reason that the, the, the Jack um, is right in the name. 
Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not a lumberjill. Well, there's a comic <laughs> called Lumberjane. Lumberjane. About female... Uh... Rose is still in the room, Mike. No, I... I you can read it if she wants. No, no, no. Now, my uh, Adam is married with children, but yet he's still in the closet. Hey, hey, I'm making fun of this guy for being a lumberjack, and I'm the one in the closet. You're, yeah, you're literally in the You speak from uh, experience. No, 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 no. No more. Now, what I've been trying to get out is Sorry. that the Samuel Mayer... Now, Samuel Goldwyn, now, remember, he's not just some company at this point. It's him. Right. He's making it's these him. films. This is well, this is an MGM movie, but it's probably prior to their uh, conglomeration. The merger, right. The reason he chose Howard Hawks to be the director was because his grandfather was a logger, and basically Barney, from the book, is based on his grandfather. So he thought, who better... That, you know, but then Hawk said, I like the romance. I don't like yeah. the politics. I don't like my grandfather as a scumbag. Oh, excuse me. Right. I didn't mean to say that. Hi. Oh. Adam, maybe, you know, we could do a little humor. No, no, it's fine. We're family friendly. Oh, I'm watching a, we're watching a movie. We're watching kids in the library. We can't, we can't handle that. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, so now, the old game. Now, Barney, oh, yeah, Barney, who's just committed to marrying the daughter left of one. the logger to make no left one. Oh, I was wrong. Sorry. No, that. See, he's always lucky. Except for he's got to marry that lady. Okay, well, sweet. he is lucky because he's going to bet five hundred dollars. Whoa! You know this is nineteen seven eighteen seventies money. 1886. Okay. And he's going to win. Now, he just committed to marrying the daughter, even though it wasn't said out loud. It was the implication. But he's about to meet the love of his life, Francis Farmer. Right there. That's right. He Her name is Hawks. So, Francis Farmer, Howard Hawks, do you guys have any connection to these people? Like, have you seen another Howard Hawks movie? Uh, have you watched another Francis Farmer movie? I've only heard about Frances Farmer. She was very difficult, very hard to direct. And she would binge drink. She'd get arrested. Nice. She was committed to psychiatric hospitals. She, she had a really messed up childhood. Her, her parents kind of divorced her and then, in a way, sort of abandoned her. They divorced and, her? Can you do that? How that? Uh, <laughs> they were divorced at a super young age. They split up. They lived in different states. The mother got this job for doing research, and she said, you know, these kids are messing up my job. So she had the aunt ship them off to the dad. They were on the train alone. She had a really hard childhood. Wow. Oh, I probably dated her then. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys. Uh, Rose is not in the room, so you can say the F word or oh, whatever okay. kind scumbag. of awful thing you want to say. Sorry, I said scumbag. That was a step too far. Well, well, bag is a perfectly fine word. And, oh, bag is fine. Okay, so oh. Francis Farmer is helping. He goes, I'm not flipping this over to see if the thing is in there. You flip the other two over, you know, because he's not going to get scammed. This is just like showing you how great they're all in. 
That's really cool. Building clever. suspense. Now, the, you know, in $500 in 1884 is equivalent to $500 in 1880s. Or, yeah, in eighteen eighty four money, that was worth like five hundred bucks. Yeah, like if you uh, adjust for inflation in the time period, it's right. about five hundred bucks. So he is giving this. You can put on the audio for a second. You can see how tough she is. You know. Oh, shoot him! Get Leave it on fire. for a second Don't. because we're about to hear "Love Me Tender" by Elvis. But before there was an Elvis. This is 1884, right? So yes. This is uh, Gomez Adams 70, playing piano. 1870. <laughs> Love yeah. thy tender. They changed the lyrics. In it's completely different. It's completely different. Um, oh, are you going to sing a song? Give me my umbrella. <laughs> Where's my hair? It's a pair. Your hair looks guy. like it's been raining all morning. Look at that. Give the guy a Okay, the song is called Aura Lee, popularized by Elvis Presley with Love Me Tender. So we could play this song oh, yeah. in the main tune. Now, this was Francis oh, yeah. Farmer's biggest movie. And then on the Ed Sullivan show, like three decades, four decades, three decades later, she'd sing this song because it was her most popular movie. Oh, wow. Was he regretful of singing it? Love. No. Oh. Ow, my eye. Why'd you open it in the parasol indoors? Now, I get sick of this song by the end of the film because they play it throughout, my goodness. Imagine she's saying orally. Maybe that will help you. <laughs> orally. Right. Orally. Yeah, right. Now it's an interesting song. Now you're interested. Orally. I'll listen to the end. I want to see how it ends. <laughs> how will we be taking this test, Professor? Orally. Oh, the barbershop's there. How, how do you... How are you going to take my temperature, doctor? Rectally. <laughs> <laughs> See, aren't you glad your kids are in the closet? I can say that now. Can we watch the log scenes now that my daughter's in the room? Yeah. Slowly. Now, check this out. I was going through Wikipedia to start off, and it said, Music by Alfred Newman. So I immediately tried to research what's his middle name. Right. Allen, Alfred Allen Newman. That oh, is so close. Hardcore research right there. Oh, I what me that, worry? Yes, what me worry. I learned that the E in Alfred E. Newman stands for enigma. I don't know. Is that uh, interesting? You know Something. they ripped off that, that, that face. That face was used for advertising in the 1800s. Uh-huh. Like, you know how they would have, like, you know, Dr. Spiegelman's cure-all or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, so they would have Alfred really? E. Newman. They reused that image, and then they, for the rest of their corporate lives, they backtracked and retread it and said, like, oh, you know, it was a popular image at the time, and like, or it was a coincidence or something like that. But, yeah, you could trace it back to the It's kind of hard to say that when the guy's named Alfred E. Newman. Now, it turned out that Alfred Allen Newman was, like, he did over 200 motion picture scores, did the fanfares, which are associated with Samuel Golden Pictures. Wow, that's big news. He was one, among the first musicians to compose and conduct original music during Hollywood's golden age of movies. Later become, became a respected and powerful music director in the history of Hollywood, his son too. 
Newman and two other composers are the three godfathers of film music, apparently. So usually I ignore the music because he was Alfred Newman. You were like, what? Let me check this out. Yeah. There was some Mad Magazine songs, right? Uh, they had a, do you remember that, Ed? They would have a record inside the, uh, magazine yeah i'm going it wasn't i'm going berserk but it's like i'm going mad or something i think i'm going crazy it was like it it was a gimmick 45 the uh plastic uh right 45 inside the magazine you, you separate it serrate it out and it had multi-grooves so the song would begin hey it's a wonderful terrific day or something like that and then it would get to a multi-groove and it would give you one of three different endings or cool. whatever so it would be like, you know, my wife left me, a rat bit me, or something like that. It's so I remember the first time I ever put that on, I heard... You played the Nirvana song anyway. All right, fair enough. Well, you don't have any Beatles songs to ruin this? Yeah, what about Rolling Stones? <laughs> Did they, Francis Farmer mentioned by Bowie? <laughs> now look, Francis is putting a Mickey in his drink. You see that? Yeah. Who's Mickey? Okay. So he's going to like pass out. She's going to steal his $500 of winnings or whatever. Nice. But something weird happens. He starts up. asking her, where did you come from? Are your parents still alive? Can you get back? And she gets pissed off. Hey, what are you two, a bunch of missionaries? Come on now. <laughs> and I'm a lady of the evening, He's genuine. He's just interested. It turns out it, about $150 she could get back home. So he gives her like 200 bucks. And then Sven chips in like 30 bucks, whatever he's got. Fucking and then Sven. she starts to realize this guy's not worth ripping off. This guy's a nice man. Right. And so she'll prevent him from drinking the drink. Oh, wow. Why don't you give it a listen for a second? All right. Well, I'm getting kind of thirsty. She's like, you better stop drinking. Will you get out of here? Why? Well, like, she's like, my pimp's not going to let me out of here anyway. Is he gonna leave the table and his buddy's gonna drink his drink? Finally, slurp. You should have written this film. Yeah, I'll talk to Howard Hawks about this. See that? Whoa. Yeah. Now you'd think he'd be like, hey, screw you, but he's like, no. He's like, you're coming with me. I like you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, I disagree. I'm in the minority. Yeah, yeah, you're going the pimp there. is like, you're not taking my best girl who sings Elvis Presley songs. Yeah, and has an umbrella indoors. So Barney's like, here, you sit down. We're going to fight this out. And she goes, what do you think I am? And she grabs her own bottle. Oh, look at this whacking people on the head. You know, every time there's a bar fight, especially if it's the Wild West, there's a certain choreography that we're just used to. This is like, breaks all the rules. Look, he threw the chair at his knees. They're fucking rough fighting. Lumberjacks, man. Look at this guy. He does that move. Holds the chin <laughs> and then slams the head down. Yeah. Bang. Oh, the boy oh now, right in my face. They start flinging the tray. <laughs> oh, yeah, this look at that. This back later in the film. 
What a dangerous thing to do. Right in the Ow. nuts. Oh. Hey. No. Again, another oh, nut shot. Right in the nuts. Oh, like the family jewels. <laughs> oh, my glasses. The log. The log in the shoes. This is the most dangerous guns I've seen. Like, custard pies are less dangerous. They're throwing metal frisbees at you. Mike, it's a movie. We don't know what's up. Yeah, yeah but I'm saying... Hey, my uh, thoughts and prayers out to the families that were hit by these trades, but there's nothing we can do about the trades. <laughs> but they get um, to free the girl. It's fault. their right to have the trays. Can't regulate trays. It's defined in the 222nd Amendment. Oh, well, she settled in. Hiya, honey. Hiya, Ralph. Because she was a traitor. Wait, was she like a... Was she a prostitute? It's never said. Okay? It's implied. She just sings in cat houses. Singing prostitutes. Well, I don't know that she was, but... Are they all combined? Kidding. So now she's like, I love you. I love you. They love each other. Now listen, Alice. Why it's not a get rich scheme plan. You uh, guys know the Nirvana song? Do you know it? Something, something. Francis Farmer. Uh entertain me. It, Actually, uh, no, no, no. The uh, the title of the film is called the title of the song is called Francis Farmer Will Have Her Revenge. She's not mentioned in the song, but she is born in Seattle, Washington, and that's where they're from, so maybe it says this is the only thing, and maybe it's her. In her false witness, I hope you're still with us to see if they float or drown. Our favorite patient, because she was incarcerated a lot. Display of patience, disease-covered Puget Sound. She'll come back as fire, burn all the liars, leave a blanket of ash on the ground. That might be... He was, that what, 25 when he wrote that? Every 25-year-old knows. I guess so, if they're from Seattle. You think, like, Kurt Cobain saw, like, a punk rock sticker or Francis Farmer on some coffee shop in Seattle? He's like, oh, it's cool. 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 Oh, look, there's a oh. hole in the screen. In the uh, screen. Yeah. Now, they're off to somewhere, but Sven has a telegram. Okay? Right, and then that. it says... My daughter's know. expecting your arrival. You want to oh, be serious well, about this partner? It's my so birthday. Get down yeah. here. I like how it says, quit fooling around if you, like, stop fucking her. <laughs> Come on, Jay. My daughter's not going to get pregnant or something. Look at his face. He's got a serious dilemma now. Am I going to mm. be a rich, powerful man, or am I going to be happy in love? Oh, I love, it. like, the only options for women in his life are either the boss's daughter or a Possible prostitute. Right. Like, there's no, like, regular woman. You know. Look, he's sitting right by the hole. Hello. Looking right in there. They're both there. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, they were in on the joke. Oh, and I have one. That's it? Oh. Now, this is a steam bath, and we know Major it from... Tip. Right. Now, if no, you're Carl, in a thank you for explaining... Mansplain to two Jews what a steam is. Yeah, right. Like, we don't know what a good steam is. We call that a, Jew, a gym. It's a workout. Yeah. That's a workout right there. 
Now, I want to let you morons know, if you pour cold water over a man in a steam bath, it is very, very shocking to the system. And Sven will get that three three times. Let me just Christian-splain this whole thing to you. Are you Christian-splaining? You know, I don't see these boxes anymore. I think during COVID, this is a better idea than being in a communal steam bath. During COVID, your whole life. Right. But no, this sucks. You're stuck in a box and a guy puts cold water over your head every 10 seconds. I'm not joking. I used to go to the gym. My whole workout was just going into the steam room and, uh-huh. you know, and then showering mm-hmm. afterwards, getting dressed and taking the bus home. That was it. I didn't yeah. like, maybe, maybe I'll lift the weight or something. Put my pants back on and just get on the bus. Yeah. Now you can't get out of there alone. The guy's got to let you out. And also the cold water's not part of the treatment. He goes, he's saying like, you love her. You shouldn't marry the other one. He goes, hey, put cold water on his head. Don't you dare. And he's getting splashed. Oh, that's hysterical. But he looks so much better. Look how refreshed you are after. Look how great the shirt looks after that. Scene. I know. Now, now, in the book, this guy was a huge lumberjack guy. And, you know, the director just said, fuck the book. This guy won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actors, Actor for this. The Academy Awards were new. By the way, I hope you come back to the Razzie show, Adam. I think you're going to vote. That'll be in March. Got to vote. Carl's signing up. Now I'm, I'm signing up, yes. I'm going to be an Academy member. So, basically, he's like, I'm going to the daughter. You tell... Francis Farmer were breaking up. He's like, I'm not doing that. He goes, well, I can't. I don't have time. He goes, Barney, you have time. He goes, well, I can't because I won't do it if I'm in front of her. You've got a color. You have time. You have time. In fairness, I'm a coward. All right. Uh, (laughs) Uh, I got to go. There's something over there. I'll be right back. In the oven. We don't have an oven. Got to go. Cigarettes haven't been invented yet. I got to go to 7-Eleven and buy cigarettes. Now look how happy Francis is. I would never leave you. <laughs> it's love. Oh, She's baby got her hair. nice new clothes. Hello, Sven. Where's Barney? Boo! Barney! Put on the Oh, Mike disappeared because his accent is so fake and bad. His his Swedish accent. Oh, he's supposed to be Swedish? Yes. I never thought that. Yeah, watching him. He's the Swede. And you couldn't talk with the stupid accent. It is obviously fake. Does he forget sometimes and just drops the accent? <laughs> I didn't notice. That's my favorite. <laughs> or you ever watch like movies that are dubbed over? You know, like cheap movies, and they the guy forgets which character he is because he's playing three <laughs> different characters. <laughs> you back with us? Oh, uh, Rose is back. Okay. So Mike is gone. <laughs> so Wait, we have your. Your uh, limit of Spiegelman. Sorry, Carl. No problem. Samuel got better from his surgeries and came back and saw what uh, Hawks had I'm done with his film. And I'm like, the takeover. Okay, you're going to take over? Can yeah, you see the I. film? We're watching the film. So what are they doing he... in the film right now? Uh, prune juice. I don't know what that is. No, I was saying. Go let Carl speak. Go ahead, Carl. Well, 
well, you know, it's it's not important. It's just for the audience. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, wait, I was wait, I told, wait, no, did you ask me to come in just not and not say anything? Is that why you wanted me here? You want another Should I get the stuffed animals and give them the headset? So so Samuel comes back from his operation and he sees what a debacle Hawk has made this film. He's seeing the dailies and everything, and it's essentially like you're fired. And he got this other director uh, named William Wyler, who does other films for him. Yeah. And the guy was like, man. I'm not taking over some other guy's movie. I am a director. And the guy says, well, I'll suspend you, and you won't direct a thing if you don't do it. So he reluctantly had to do it. He refused to have it say directed by him. It had to be directed by okay. Hayes and then and then Howard Hawks and then him. Um, did he you say says, Hayes to the Hayes office? He hated it. Uh, he did about two weeks of work on the film. He said that Francis Farmer was insufferable, awful. Do you see that in her performance? That's no, I think it's a great performance. I think it's a well, really good movie. Yeah. Well, you're being biased because you're a lumberjack. Because <laughs> of my outfit? Yeah, and you live in the woods? <laughs> I, <laughs> do. I do, I do. You live in the We work all day, sleep all night, and work all day, wear women's clothing, and hang around the bar. What? You have to do that comedic record scratch. Oh, yes, I remember this. The old Iron Ridge, Wisconsin movie. Fashionable wedding. Yes. No wedding crashers not recommended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be the – see, back then, she couldn't just show up at the wedding and make trouble. She'd have to get on this train and stay at that hotel and, get, you know, get a horse and buggy. And, sure. you know, she would – to get – you can't just crash a wedding – uh, put up the sound. You can hear the fake Swedish accent. What's a fake Swedish accent? Sven is from Sweden. That's why his name is Sven. So she can't marry Barney. So she's marrying the second best man she knows. Sven. Sven. Yeah, that always bothered me too. Like, again, there's only two choices. It's vengeance. The 1800s, hey. right? There's only so oh. many chicks in the town. Right. right. Like, yeah, they're either a nut or a Francis Farmer. And you don't it's... marry her. You marry the farm. That's what you're going to get, the farm. Carl you want the milk for free. She's, right. marrying, she's marrying Sven out of Svengeance, right? Svengeance yeah, is a disturbed He's doing cult. it for Svite. He's doing it for Svengeance. Svengeance. You know my favorite... Uh, movie is uh, Venom. <laughs> the, Mar from the Marvel Universe. Yeah. The Venom. He's the sweetest Venom. Okay, so now they're going to get married, and that marriage will result in a child. Okay. Oh, now we're in the 20th century. Right. Now, he's 50 years old. Barney is this exactly what he planned. Right. A powerful, respected kind of robber baron guy married to Emma Louise. So is he going to get his... You know, do you see that? He said he had handsome children despite his wife. That's really that's messed up. Well, that's, really messed she's, up. that's part of the film, is that Francis is very pretty, and 
and the mom is not pretty. Now, look, the mom is not even sitting here, right? The, that's the mother of that's the grandmother, mother in law, mother in law. That's another memo. Wait, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's the mom. I've seen this film three times and I'm just doesn't seem like the mom to me. She seems like the grandma. That's the problem. Spencer Aunt. The mom really does not play into this film except for a few lines. It's interesting that the opening the, the scroll said that he's fifty years old now. Is he gonna get a colonoscopy in the next scene? What? No, it's the third it's the I don't know that they did that. Because he is 50, you should get it checked. That's what he's 50 years old. He's not there. He's peeing right now. <laughs> now he's walking back. Oh, I think I have to pee again. He's oh, he's back. taking his mail. AARP. I'm not even, I'm just 50. Wait, did you guys join AARP? Yeah, he's getting letters from them. Oh, I already okay, joined. Now, this is the daughter of, okay, we just met the son at the uh, um, kitchen table, at the breakfast table, and now we're meeting the daughter. And the daughter calls him Barney, not dad. And she's like, don't you say that around your mother. It'll get serious. And then she replies, okay, Boomer. <laughs> Kids today, right? Yeah. So Honey, cute. I'm not a Boomer. I was born 100 years before the Boomer. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> okay, Boomer. <laughs> no, you don't understand. I'm not that generation. I was born in 1832. Okay, Boomer. Ah! They do that on purpose. My research about the daughters disappeared. Here it is. Uh, Andrea Leeds is her name, and there's not much here. She was nominated for Academy Award. For this film? Like she, no, no. Uh, it was for something called Stage Door in 1937. She quit. She quit. He retired and became a horse breeder. I don't know. There's nothing interesting there. Happens all the time. Uh, you're welcome, audience. Yeah, you're welcome, horses. He was chomping at the bit to retire. Hey, <laughs> come on. It was the audience's loss, but the horses gave. So now we're finding out that there's been a telegraph from Sven or Swan, whatever his name is. It's like, why haven't you gone back to Iron Ridge? It's been over 20 years. Now we know why. It's because right. of Francis Farmer, right? Lotta. But the daughter's like, look, you're not happy here. I can tell it. Why don't you go back there, relive your younger years, and try to enjoy yourself? Dad, now that you can see me, I see no reason why you shouldn't leave mom. Right? <laughs> She's not saying that. She doesn't understand that. He doesn't you know so about handsome. Francis. Oh, it's the butler. That's Carl, what's up with this guy? No, it's just pa pack some stuff so I can go fishing. I did not look, look up the butler, and he was listed in IMDb. He was not listed in... Uh... Here's the trivia. Hated working with Francis Farmer. Uh, everybody says that, Mike. It's no joke. I mean... There's always this image like there is a double standard. Because oh, no, I knew this was coming. No, I knew is. this was coming. She is a, a gender of female, so therefore you're going to leap to her defense. No, I'm she not leaping to her defense. Assholes she are assholes. Incarcerated. She was put in, she was committed to psychiatric hospitals. Because he's a lady. Because he's a lady. Oh. She was hysterical, Carl. Is that what you say? Hysteria? Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yellow wallpaper, Carl? Like, what's the what? She went nuts. 
I'll just say there's plenty of dick actors, all right? And I, I think that it's easier to kind of pinpoint the, the dick lady actors. Wow. So we're doing That's a adorable. general stereotype here that we're talking about a lady actor, therefore. No, I, I'm sure Francis Farmer was a terror, but I just, when I hear stories about Sharon Stone, for example, I don't really buy it. Like Lucy Liu got like. Okay, skin. Sharon Stone, Lucy Liu, but not Francis Farmer. Oh, I love Lucy Liu. Me too. Oh my God, she's so great. Farmer is very nice. I met her once. Very nice. Punch me in the face. But it's cast no. in the original Broadway play <laughs> of in New York City. She followed with two Broadway productions. A battle with depression and binge drinking caused her to drop out of subsequent Ernest Hemingway stage adaptions. She returned to Los Angeles in '41. Did two films. In 42, publicity of her reported erratic behavior began to surface after several arrests. Okay, my apologies to Lucy Liu. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to to compare her to Francis Farmer. Well, she sounds like a train wreck. How about that? Yes. Well, I probably bought her a drink in the the early 2000s. (laughs) I'm going to cancel my Francis Farmer insurance, Carl. I'm scouring my notes for bad things they said about Francis Farmer. Now, one more time. She is a great actress in this film. She carries it perfectly. You have no idea that she's difficult at all. She doesn't do anything difficult. What is that website where uh, Francis Farmer dates? Like, if you, uh, Oh, yeah. You only want to date Francis Farmer? It's Francis like, Farmer only? Yeah, Francis Farmer only. Now, that's the son, by the way, and he was a big deal in Westerns. That was his claim to fame. As a matter of fact, from, uh, where is it? Nice guy. Nice guy. <laughs> Difficult to work with. Hated no. working with, had troubles working with, with uh, Francis Farmer. You can tell he, he was like, He was just very dedicated, like when he needed to yell and punch people, just because he loved the film so much. You can tell he's from Westerns, because when he sits down, he sits like this. <laughs> Excuse me, Dad. I'm gonna go get me some sarsaparilla. Um, he appeared in Western films exclusively from '46 to '76 when he retired. Yeah, I remember uh, watching Westerns with my family. Yeah, <laughs> they sure did go away, right? He was in Sullivan Travels. He was in Hitchcock's Foreign Correspondent. And he was in The Most Dangerous Game as the hero, which we saw in 32. Yeah, that's right. Do you think he had a gun or was he being stalked? Most Dangerous Game. No, he was the guy getting hunted. Oh, right on. Yeah, he was excellent. I like that guy. Harry Mason. Oh. Have a nice trip. It'll be a running (laughs) gag. He'll show up all happy later. Like, now he's mad that he pumped. He goes, this office wouldn't be the same if I wasn't tripping. What's in the jars and behind his desk? Your brain. Brain. Yeah, brain. brain. It's the brain from Half Dead. And I need some more cotton balls behind my head. All right? Yes. What? Lollipop? All right. Okay. He does does not like that. Put up, put up the sound for a minute. This is the son talking about, I got this idea for paper cups. Look, you see how he dropped it? They left that in. They were like, fuck it. I'm almost done with this film. Just That's why they fired Hired Hawk. He's like, just dropping the cup. This is the guy, most dangerous game. 
I'll never work. No one wants to drink from a cone. See, they'll get ice cream from a cone, but not drink one. Ridiculous! If you don't want, or if you don't want to be partners, I'm gonna have to make this paper cup solo. Oh, I tried. But the first paper cup was Dixie. I looked it up. Did they have like a poker hand on it in the first cup? Oh yeah, and underneath. Yeah. I always spilled my coffee because I couldn't wait. Did I win? Well, the idea was it would be those coffee machine, hot chocolate coffee machines that would drop a cup oh, and I love pour those. coffee into it. Yeah. So the cup itself would have a poker hand on it. Oh yeah, no, I didn't know that. Oh it would yeah. Have a lot it of sugar you, in the coffee. I'm it would yeah. give you four cards, and the fifth one was on the bottom. So after you're drinking, you could see if you won. I could but never access. Yeah. Whoa! Player. Now Barney button. is having a homecoming. Barney is coming back. He's gonna find out ah, that Mata, Francis Farmer, died. He was away so long, he went and died. There's Sven. He can't jump anymore like he did early. He's like, I'm a too old now. Jumping Jiminy. Right. Oh, I'm glad oh, to see good. you, Barney. Eh? Good to Wait, see are they you. 50 now? Yeah. yeah. Too old to jump? Well, he's older than 50. You look good. Can I offer you some gummy fish? They're from Maya, from Sweden. No, meatballs is fine. <laughs> you have any small ones? How do I sit on this? Do I have to build this first? Okay, hang on. <laughs> yeah, I built this house for myself from a box. Or a box. I couldn't get out of the parking lot. So Samuel Golden paid $150,000 uh, for the book, and that was a lot of money. And Hawk, because he was sick and, you know, he was uh, in surgery and Samuel was on around, he did a lot, a lot, a lot of budget. So this film cost super amount of money to make. It was a successful film at the box office, but they still didn't make money because the original director spurted it all away. And so this Edward guy, Edward Arnold, became known as box office poison, which wasn't fair to him. That's not weird. Now this is the tray that one of the trays they used to break Lotta out. Oh, and they framed it. Well, I yeah. guess. Does he look uh, like Malcolm when he laughs? Yeah, he does. <laughs> he looks like our uncle. Glad to see you again, Barney. Oh, this brings back old times. Oh, excuse let's me, go I'm through, flipping accents. Wait, were you doing an Irish accent, Charles? Yes, I was by mistake. <laughs> let's listen for a second so I can get my Swedish. Yeah, get your accent right. Oh, good morning. Fucking violin. Back then, they had the violins on set. That's how much money you spent. This yeah. is, he's learning that she died. That's why we have the violins. Well, I guess I won't be cheating on my wife. <laughs> I guess I won't be sleeping with your wife. Yeah. I won't need these condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Dodges in the fireplace. <laughs> oh, Jimmy's. You think Sven has a, enough condoms being Swedish? Why? I don't know. Yeah, Challenger, Carl. That was really didn't make any sense. Erotica reference. That's all I know. I, I'm yeah. still lost in the woods. Boo. 
What am I, a logger? So you can tell which director directed what, right? Because one is like in color and one is in black and white. <laughs> Could what you tell? I mean, is it is it like just he Hawks did the first half and the guy did the second half, or was it shot all over the place? Well, it was the last two weeks of production that he got healthy and came back, and that's oh, when wow. he fired him and hired Wilder. But it's there's a dispute. Some on the internet, some sources say thirty minutes of this footage is him, and then other people say ten minutes. But absolutely, the last uh, edit of the film is his, oh, the, the one that got right. released. Hashtag release the Hawks cut. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Hawk cut. This is Carrie, and it's Sven's sister's daughter. I think his name's Svan, and I'm saying, yeah, I'm insulting him. Svan. So they're meeting Svan's sister's daughter, who lives with them. Wow. And her name's yeah. Carrie. And she was going to be our lead in this film, but Frances Farmer showed up and beat her. Really? God, yeah. she must be really hard to work with. <laughs> with a stick. But she's got a better go role. there, but they decided to buy the farm. No, she would go on to have lots of troubles with the House Un-American committees. She was Austrian. She mm -hmm. was pro-Nazi. In yep. the 50s, the FBI 